0: Brisbane Girls Grammar School hopes to share with you some of the lessons, practical tips, and wisdom of our community in this podcast, Illumine for Parents. I'm Jacinda Isler, Principal of Brisbane Girls Grammar School. The aim of this, our parent focus podcast, is to get practical. I'm joined by our Director of Student Counselling, Jodie Forbes. So perhaps to start, Jodie, you might tell us a bit about
1: yourself. Thanks, Jacinda. I've been a psychologist now working predominantly with children and adolescents, both in rural and remote Queensland and in Brisbane, and also in the UK, and I've been doing that for about 25 years. And I've been at Girls Grammar since 2004 and thoroughly enjoy working with our girls. So to
0: begin, Jodie, how can parents support their daughters to find some certainty in a world that seems defined by ongoing
1: uncertainty? Well, children take their cue from those around them. So their peers, other adults, such as teachers, but predominantly their parents. So parents are modelling for daughters how to react how to cope and how to adjust and I guess typically if a parent can manage things in a calm and positive way, so too will their daughters. But specific things that parents can do to help is to firstly acknowledge and validate feelings and these might be feelings of disappointment or loneliness or fear. Um, some, Some of our girls might be grieving for things that they have lost but also trying to keep routines as normal as possible and um, where you can trying to provide your daughter with a sense of control as much as possible.
0: And to any parents listening, we hear such a lot, of course, about resilience. If they're thinking about how they might build their daughter's resilience and, and certainly how that might help them navigate their way through this extraordinary time,
1: what sort of advice would you give to parents? Well, firstly, as I said, parents are modelling for daughters. So my advice for parents is to try to resist catastrophising the situation themselves and and try to resist vocalising their fears and disappointments so much, not to dwell on them. I guess what we know about confidence and resilience is that it's not something that you can simply hand to a child. People need to experience discomfort or challenge and and learn how to cope, and that provides them with an opportunity to recognise that they are strong and that they can manage. So in fact, this time of uncertainty in a way is is going to be a natural resilience builder for our young generation. They've been learning how to tolerate uncertainty. They're learning how to cope with disappointment. They're learning how to to navigate rapid changes. And I guess all of that provides them with an opportunity to develop skills, their coping skills, and to explore what they can do. We've seen some quite uh, girls rising to the challenge. We've seen some innovative ideas for how to stay connected. Girls have been very creative when they were in remote learning. And I guess this is the way that they're doing that. With their parents' support in many
0: cases. But I guess that resilience, as you say, is important. But beyond that, how do you, particularly for parents, build a sense of motivation Mm. that sometimes can be lacking when things are uncertain and there aren't those things to look forward to? but also a sense of
1: optimism about the future. I think a practical thing that parents can do is monitor their child's consumption of information to ensure that it's reputable and balanced and that they're not spending too much time engaging with the news. Uh, helping girls to take one day at a time and not to catastrophize I think is really important. Jodie there's also a place of for formal programs and certainly we're, we're
0: quite meticulous in how we um, manage student care at Girls Grammar and that includes a, a very comprehensive mindfulness program. Undoubtedly this program has helped our students during the last pa- uh, 18 months or so Why do you find um, this valuable? Why are you such an advocate for our mindfulness program?
1: Well, essentially, mindfulness is really about noticing the present moment. So stopping and experiencing the present moment without judgment, really focusing on your thoughts, your feelings and your environment. And we've been talking to girls a lot more recently about the concept that it is what it is. And I think this is really foreign for our girls We know that many adolescent girls in particular can be engaged in rumination over the past or worrying about the future. And we know grammar girls uh, develop great skills in managing a lot of activities and a lot of responsibilities. We we also teach them to be critical thinkers and to critically analyse their world. So mindfulness is a big shift from that and it's inviting girls to look at things in it with a different perspective. And what mindfulness actually does is it helps girls to be able to manage their emotions and their thinking, not get caught up in in thoughts, but also to just be in the present moment. Mindfulness is about helping girls to sit with discomfort. And if we think about COVID, I guess it's been a whole exercise in discomfort. And so with those mindfulness skills that we're teaching girls, we're actually encouraging them to be able to manage difficult situations better. And
0: in mindfulness, obviously, there is a lot of training um, involved. It's um, something that's really quite precise and they're very particular skills. So. But if we're talking about a parent who may not necessarily have done a mindfulness course, how might they engage in mindfulness with their daughter? How do they go about creating this
1: sense of present centeredness? Well, as I said, mindfulness is really just about stopping and focusing. And it's about focusing on your senses, what you can see, what you can hear, what you can smell, what you can touch. So you can really do that anywhere you are. So you can do it with your daughter while you're driving to school You can do it over the dinner table with what you're eating. You can lie down in the backyard and just look at the sky. And yes, those are things that we can do at any time. But there's some actual great resources available. And there's many mindfulness uh, resources and websites. But the two that we recommend is Smiling Mind, which is an Australian-based resource. They have a great app and have exercises and activities for families. And then also the Calm app is something that our girls find really helpful. But as you know, Jacinda, our school has a dedicated, highly trained and very experienced mindfulness team. And any one of them would be happy to point parents in the right direction and provide resources. So to conclude our conversation, Jodie, it seems almost trivial
0: in these very difficult times to ask for three top tips, but... I think uh, while we understand the enormity of what a lot of families are managing, it is helpful sometimes to distill some of that advice into something very simple and able to be remembered easily. What would be your three top tips for parents during COVID?
1: Yes, when I was thinking about this, I actually came up with three tips that I give parents at any time. So it's not actually different from what I have been saying to parents for a while now. The first is to listen to their daughters and to acknowledge and to validate feelings. I think it's important that parents understand that they're not responsible to fix problems or to solve problems and and all anybody wants to um, have is to be heard. And so that's really what parents can do that would be really helpful. My second tip is that despite what you hear when you're listening is to try to respond rather than react. And this is where, as a parent, we need to contain our own distress. Um, And even though we may not feel calm, we need to try to act calm. And finally, in order to help you be able to do this, my final tip is to really, parents need to look after themselves. Parenting is an incredibly hard job, and it's the hardest job I've ever done. And we can only be good parents to our children if we are firstly good to ourselves. So I would invite parents to really focus on their own needs so that they can be available to their daughters as as she needs them to be. Jodie, thank
0: you for sharing your expertise and experience and your very calm and reassuring advice for our parents. It was a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you. Thank you, Jacinda.